0: And just like that, Hidden Nation, welcome right back into the studio. You got Josh Carey right here. It's your Hidden Entrepreneur. You're tuned in to 710WOR, the voice of New York. We're sitting pretty right here on the iHeartRadio network. You know what that means. All you got to do is download that free iHeartRadio app and tune in to every episode of this show. The entire back catalog is there, along with the entire catalog of any show or podcast you're currently listening to right now. Hit a Nation, Fascination doesn't even begin to explain what you are in for right now. I'm joined by our guest, Terry Owens, who is the host of the High Impact Podcast. And more intriguing... What Terry is doing is he is breaking the news, and this is going on for more than a decade already, all about bank fraud in your state, or more specifically, in his state, and how it specifically relates to the St. Louis, currently the Los Angeles Rams, and how he says they're moving back to St. Louis. This is incredible. Terry, welcome to the program.
1: Well, thanks for inviting me. And we've got a whole lot of fun things to talk about, and questions going back and forth, and I hope everybody's got their popcorn or their milk duds, man. We're ready. <laughs> really? I
0: get that that's your angle. I really like that. So, let's begin uh, from some sort of insertion point, which I'm going to say Uh, in 2009, you had a credit card stolen, so you naturally did what any good citizen would do. Uh, You went to your credit report to make sure everything remained in line. Tell me about what you discovered next.
1: Right. Well, actually, before that, I applied with what I thought was a legitimate bank operation in this little town of Boonville, Missouri called Boone County National Bank. And I always thought that was the bank that would issue the credit. So after the card got stolen, I got my credit files from TransUnion Equifax and Experian, and it showed two other names. And I'm going, well, who are these two clowns? Both of them said that they I owe them the exact identical debt, and that made no sense. Okay, it's impossible. So I kept uh, disputing the debt. It would never get removed. And fast forward it. I sued uh, this outfit called Central Bank at federal court in 2014 and had saved all my credit files, attached it to the complaint along with the smoking gun. And that's from the Missouri Secretary of State where I inquired if these names, the three names I'm talking about are Central Trust Bank, Central Bank. And Boone County National Bank were ever chartered banks by the Secretary of State. And the attorney, Casey Clark, at the time wrote me back. And she exposed the whole scheme and says, they're not incorporated. And I'm going, well, this makes no sense. We got fake names on bank loan apps. Not joking.
0: So you're saying when you looked at your credit report alongside uh, TransUnion and Equifax, were those three other creditors that were demanding money from you?
1: Yes, all under false pretenses the entire time.
0: How, how, how? (laughs) How did that come about? How did they do Uh, that?
1: Yeah, that's actually an excellent question. I found out later on, after I got one of the subscriber agreements from TransUnion, that they're signing up with Missouri Central Bank, is what it's commonly referred to here. They all know about the scheme, man. They're making tons of money, and the contracts are all void. It's being done under false pretenses. That's how an elaborate of this massive scam this really is. And
0: you're saying that nobody was on your side no. to help you remedy
1: this? No. The federal judge, everybody was opposed to it. They already knew what was going on. It's been going on in the state of Missouri for 50 years, run by the Cook family. They're the and- mob boss. Oh, wait, what? They're the mob boss, the Cook family.
0: And you're saying the judges and uh, prosecutors weren't in weren't helping you because they were on their side. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. There's been in Missouri, we estimate uh, between 10 and 50,000 false claims filed for the recollection a second time for a fake debt. And the judges already know about it. And why
0: aren't they doing anything?
1: Why aren't they doing anything? Well, we also discovered just recently that this fake bank goes into the counties and they get an agreement with them where they take the county tax money and invest it under false pretenses with these counterfeit securities and they flip them and we estimate it could be worth a couple trillion dollars. So the judges, prosecutors, and the sheriff's retirements are all linked to it. And most of them know it. And they're making big money, so their retirement is a little bit better than the usual retirement, man. So they ain't gonna go against their own retirement. What did
0: you mean by telling me you had a dead judge assigned to your case?
1: Yes, sir. In 2014, April, I think the 24th of 2014, I signed up in formal papras, I was in bad health, drafted the complaint, it got approved. And the name of the judge was Richard E. Doerr, assigned to the complaint. Now, when you file a complaint, it goes on a rotation to see what judge is good at certain things to uh, sign on uh, to take on the case. Well, I never knew until about midway through of the year of 2023 that richard e door was dead man 10 months on the day i filed he was already in a compost pile in houston texas so what were you to do how is this going to progress through yeah no kidding well i never knew that (laughs) so they 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 fabricated a phony uh i'm trying to think of the type of an order to reassign another judge to the case because I had too much evidence and they had to bring in a live judge this time to take over. So during that process, I never knew anything about a dead judge. Who would ever think of that, man, okay? So I get an order issued in my favor that said I sufficiently stated a claim because of all the evidence that was attached to my federal complaint and to move to summary judgment and get paid. Now, that's an enormous amount of money that they would have had to have pay me. Just before that, I bring up the issue that, hey, listen, we have a fictitious entity on the orders, the motions, and the judgments, so your court doesn't have subject matter jurisdiction over something that doesn't exist. So I bring that up, and that changed everything, man. That exposed the whole scam, and of course, my first exhibit was from the Secretary of State under oath, simple public records that that name that they're operating under on the motions and orders was never a legal entity. So they have an ex parte meeting, Judge Douglas Harpool is now assigned to the case and he sent several unlabeled orders to cover his ass, pardon the French, and the attorney for the law firm who's been involved with them for decades uh, could not cough up any evidence that this name was a chartered bank. So they, uh, they set up what was uh, known as an oral argument and he they staged the whole thing, brought it in. Two attorneys showed up. Uh, the attorney's name was Heidi Deerdorf Vollett of this big law firm out of Jeff City, Missouri. And he prefaced the whole thing and asked her, uh, Mrs. Vollett, are both these names, it's in this guy's credit application, are they both one of the same? She stood up and says, yes, they are, Your Honor. And I swear to God, within 30 seconds, after she's done peeing in her pants, her and this other attorney had left the court building and out of there, and he made up a phony ruling, which he never wrote. The law firm wrote the, the 13 page order and never mentioned, of course, all the exhibits and that's fabricated. That was sent from the law firm to the clerk's office. I'm saying about six weeks later, it said that they dismissed the case, okay, after I have an order in my favor. And uh, it just went on from there, okay? So they were already bribed before I ever showed up assigning a dead judge to my case, okay? <laughs>
0: so let's bring in the... The Rams for a minute now. Yes. Bring me back to the start of this.
1: Perhaps this is where Stan Kroenke comes into the story. Yeah, a little bit later, I had a leftover subpoena and I decided I wanted to check this out before I file a a motion to vacate for operating the court under false pretenses. So I've got this entire subpoena, which is over an inch thick it lists who's who that's invested in this scam. One of the first names that pops up is E. Stan Kroenke. His real name is Ena Stanley Kroenke on Cherry Hill Drive in Columbia, Missouri. And then you get into hundreds of people involved with this that may amount to about 900. It's a big deal.
0: So before we move forward, tell Hidden Nation who Stan Kroenke is.
1: Stan Kroenke is the alleged owner of the St. Louis Rams at the Los Angeles Rams back in 1995.
0: And why do you say alleged?
1: Yeah, he used, he invested in this scheme. And because of the dates, when he signed up with the, with this scam, he did it long before he ever signed up with the Rams football team. And he was a director. And he's got a lot of duties and he invested in his, and he was already taking extortion and RICO money. No doubt about it. He was falsifying everything. So he used that money to finance the purchase of the Rams and it's game over, man. I got all the contracts. He signed up as a bank imposter.
0: Wow. When you tell this story to not, not your friends and colleagues, but to, to attorneys or to anybody who is on, who is on your side? Who are you Nobody. finding that is fighting the fight?
1: Nobody. The attorneys already know about it. And let me preface myself and an, another friend of mine, he became partners. We had two other lawsuits we filed later on under the RICO statute. And the same thing happened there. <clears throat> and so we sat down with an attorney Out of St. Louis, Missouri, back I'm going to say around 2021, with a full-fledged criminal complaint that I put together around 200 pages with all the exhibits, all the attachments. And he was raring to go, wanted to see everything we had about Stan Kroenke, because the city of St. Louis was directly involved in suing Stan, which later became part of that $700 million judgment this attorney, when we started to speak up about Central Bank and for the life of me, I can't think of his name, but he got up and he was out of that building like grease lightning. They already knew what what Stan was all about, man. This has been going on in Missouri for 50 years. This attorney wanted no part of it because they had to stop the case because all the lease agreements that the city of St. Louis had with Stan Kroenke were all void before he ever signed up because all of the mayors, which is a whole nother story in itself, have never issued business licenses to any of the central banks anywhere in Missouri this entire time. And you cannot operate a bank in commerce without a business license in the city. All the county municipalities, they knew all about it.
0: So you're saying everybody who's anybody knows about it, but it's just too big in their minds to even try to fight City Hall. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yes. And they have cleverly concealed this. And because it's such a big deal now where so many of the judges are bribed who've been handling these illegal debt collection cases for decades. Well, they're stuck. And we have those cases. We have cases that are filed under 24 different fake alias names that don't exist for about since credit cards come on the scene. No jurisdiction.
0: And you're saying this is also happening outside of Missouri?
1: Oh, God, yeah. It's happening in Illinois, Kansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, and the Sunshine State of Florida. Under different
0: banks and names, or yes. the same operation,
1: the same name, but um, they'll have variations. It could say Boone County National Bank DBA with Central Trust Bank, Central Trust Bank DBA with Bank Card Services, and they just do anything they want. So, what does the listener
0: who who is a little on edge now? How can they protect themselves? How can they, what do they search first to see if they're affected by any of this?
1: Right, well, that's a great question. And what we've been able to do is through a CPA firm out of Massachusetts, is you're kind of getting the big picture here. I'm blackballed. Nobody in the Missouri government will ever answer an open records. You know, I'm the big blackball dude. I'm not kidding. So- you like that i love it go for it you know so i had a friend of mine who's a full-blown cpa who does forensic audits he's out of fox bureau uh massachusetts i set up an open records where he filled it out signed his name and notarized it and sent it to the missouri division of finance in late 2023 and mick campbell that stooge finally answered and we asked him Under the two names that are on all the fake loans and the credit card apps, if these companies were ever incorporated, he actually wrote back finally and said they're not. So it's game over. What does that really mean, though? So because
0: they were not incorporated, what does that mean it's game over to somebody like you and me?
1: Right. That means that somebody can use that as evidence to take that along with their fake loan app and take it to the county sheriff. Uh, And run into uh, the central bank location where, say, they were sold the the home mortgage, the Mm -hmm. fake commercial loan, the credit card, whatever it may be. And we've recommended that they literally bring the police in there with them and have them arrested for selling a counterfeited security. And that's starting to happen.
0: And what kind of recourse is there for the, the person, if
1: any? Yeah, it'll come out at some point as a massive class action lawsuit. Uh, that's going to happen. This is uh, an unbelievable scheme. And so they have no duty uh, to write these people out a check whatsoever. In fact, their check every month is being written out to Bank Card Services, not a legal entity. That's that's the name of the accounting firm that handles it for them where all the money's brought in. So
0: the first step, a listener can do is to determine what names are on any loans that they've procured?
1: Yes. And see, we've supplied them with uh, open records. Uh, That Mick Campbell report uh, has verified what we've been saying since 2013, that these banks don't exist. They're just front names. They're just fictitious names on pieces of paper is what it mounts to. First in American history. Wow. This is this is mind-boggling.
0: And and are you the are you the only one doing this? Have you gathered others on your team, colleagues, friends, partners, associates? Yes.
1: Yes. What I have is a partner, Gary Norman, who didn't believe me at first, of course, you know, and he had one of their fake credit cards. And so we teamed up and uh we smoked out a lot of evidence. They didn't know he was associated with me at all and then we sued them in 2019 under the RICO Act, and they did the same thing there, and who the day I'm talking about is the court clerks in the same outfit. They assigned another federal judge, whether she knew about it at the time or not, I don't think she did, and all they did was they took her stamp and forged up ridiculous made up court orders, and they did the same thing again, and it went all the way up to the appeals court on all three cases with no jurisdiction and, the appeals court clerk with no final order, no final judgment and no rule 54B certification that it could leave the trial court to proceed to the court of appeals. They issued three phony made up orders all under false pretenses, all on the federal court's records three times. And we brought all that information in a criminal complaint to Sheriff Betts in St. Louis. And here comes the juicy details. We had an appointment with the sheriff of St. Louis to have Michael Gans arrested for forging all these appellate court judges' names on three made-up rulings, had an appointment with him, Wanda, Lieutenant Hale, and others. And when we arrived, they were there at gunpoint and blocked us from entering the St. Louis Sheriff's building. This happened. This happened. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. So you've created high impact podcast to tell this story. Yes. yes. And you've also created Rams Return to STL.com. That's Rams Return, the number two, STL.com. You've also set up a, a phone number hotline that Hidden Nation and listeners can call. That is 660 Two nine 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 six six zero eight 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 two nine nine nine. What is the reason somebody should call?
1: Absolutely, they want to hear it from me because I'm the guy. I'm the actual and the only competent fact federal witness will testify against them, and has brought forward all the evidence. It's already done. Either a bank is chartered in your state, or it's federally chartered, or it's not. We have no idea how they've been able to pull this off, but they're operating under false pretenses without a legitimate Missouri or federally chartered banking institution. End of story. Unbelievable.
0: Can you give us the short list of names that I should see if I recognize on any of my applications? What am I looking for?
1: Yes, sir the two names that have been on these fraudulent loan and credit card apps for 50 years are only these two names and no and none other central trust bank and upper and lower caps is absent of the incorporation designation and then a whole nother story can pop up from this one then they changed it when they were caught to another name called the central trust bank with the word D in front of it, all unincorporated. And they've been allowed to do that. And they're not incorporated banks.
0: Why the the big headline about the Rams? Is that just because it's the biggest known element of this massive story with a ton of details?
1: Yeah, because everybody hates this guy and they know that everybody hates this guy. And he'll blow it wide open for him, as it's starting to do in St. Louis, as the numbers have gone through the roof and people are investigating this. So he, uh, good old Stan Kroenke is the tip of the iceberg, but he is their big investor. And uh, people pay attention to that real fast, man. He does not own that team. He stole it. You
0: said he, he bought a major stake in the Rams in the nineties Is he still part of the organization today?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. He is the alleged official individual owner, but he's doing so under false pretenses. Have you heard from his people? No, they're not going to talk. They're not going to discuss it. Because here's why. When you sign an agreement under oath with a state government, and the state government's operating with you, that is a confession that you're gonna do what you say you're gonna do. So he signed up on the Missouri courts, you know, uh, uh, I guess you could say phony authorization. And they're all conspired says, we're gonna sell to the Missouri public loans that don't exist without a bank. So they're never going to come forward and uh, do anything except When we get to the point when this thing finally busts open, it's going to be game over for somebody real quick and stands at the head of the list. When do you anticipate that happening? Uh, The sooner the better, I don't know. But the the numbers, uh, just within days of the billboards and everything going up, have like, along with the bandit, uh, is out in L.A., I think it's went five times the amount of numbers on the website within two days. Which website? Uh, Rams return, the number two, stl.com. That's your site? Yes. What about these billboards? Yeah, well, we have 21 billboards up in downtown St. Louis. You? Yes. Okay, so this this
0: is no hobby or pastime of yours. No. You are serious.
1: Yes, and we have 20 more. Uh, on the electronic billboards at St. Louis, St. Charles, O'Fallon, Missouri. And out of that, another ten are in downtown L.A. right now going.
0: You put up physical billboards in yes. the greater Los Angeles
1: area. Yes. Directing people to what? The website? To the electronic billboard with the podcast, yep. with the website and the phone number.
0: And what kind of response have you gotten from that?
1: Oh, we actually got an article written about us. And I guess you'd say an international paper called the L.A. uh, I can't think of the name of it. uh, Los Angeles with 25,000 people subscribed to that. And I'll look at Mine, my websites. So your hope
0: for. The people who see the billboard, the listeners of this show, they go to Ram's Return, the number two STL. They call the number 660 And how do they get
1: involved? Uh, the first thing is they need to get their, if they have a mortgage, they are understanding real quick that it is a fake loan. It is a massive scam. So I've instructed them to get all their loan papers, the closing documents, the phony deed of trust. And I will assure you, when you go to the website, um, you'll see a forensic audit done by my same CPA who's done forensic audits for around 40 years under oath state as a CPA that that the deeds of trust are all forged. So we recommend taking that forensic audit along with uh, Mick Campbell's statement that these banks are unchartered along with your closing papers, call the police, go into the central bank and demand their money back and have these people arrested and shut down. And I'm not kidding.
0: If there's one thing I've learned about you, Terry Owens, it is that you are not kidding. That's right. I fully believe it. Hidden Nation my goodness, what else could we say? There you have it. Terry Owens fighting the good fight like no one I've ever seen before. Check out the podcast, High Impact Podcast. Go to that website and get involved. Rams return the number two, stl.com. Give him a call right now at 660-888-2999. Terry Owens, keep it up, my man. I like what you're doing. Thank you, sir. There you go, Hidden Nation. Hope you got some uh, homework cut out for you now and you're inspired. Please do keep in touch. Get in touch with Terry Owens. We sure are going to follow the trail here. Well, we're going to do this again before too long. I want to thank you for tuning in, investing your time. Keep showing up in the world, doing your thing. Stay visible, stay active. Until we meet again, take care, be well.